Feeble fountain, all is still. Nor mote my shell awake the weary nine to grace so plain a tale, this lowly lay of mine. Willum in Albion's isle there dwelt a youth who nay in virtue's ways did take delight, but spent his days in riot most uncouth, and vexed with mirth the drowsy ear of night. Ah, me! In sooth he was a shameless wight, sore given to revel and ungodly glee. Few earthly things found favour in his sight, save concubines and carnal company, and flaunting wassellers of high and low degree. Child Harold was he hight, but whence his name and lineage long it suits me not to say. Suffice it that perchance they were of fame, and had been glorious in another day. But one sad losel soils a name for a, however mighty in the olden time, nor all that heralds rake from coffined clay, nor florid prose, nor honeyed lies of rhyme can blazon evil deeds, or consecrate a crime. Child Harold basked him in the noontide sun, disporting there like any other fly, nor deemed before his little day was done one blast might chill him into misery. But long ere scarce a third of his passed by, worse than adversity the child befell, he felt the fullness of satiety. Then loathed he in his native land to dwell, which seemed to him more lone than Eremite's sad cell. For he through sin's long labyrinth had run, nor made atonement when he did amiss, had sighed to many, though he loved but one, and that loved one, alas, could ne'er be his. Ah, happy she, to scape from him whose kiss had been pollution unto aught so chaste who soon had left her charms for vulgar bliss, and spoiled her goodly lands to gild his waste, nor calm domestic peace had ever deigned to taste. And now Child Harold was sore sick at heart, and from his fellow bacchanals would flee. Tis said, at times, the sullen tear would start, but pride congealed the drop within his ee, apart he stalked in joyless reverie, and from his native land resolved to go and visit scorching climes beyond the sea. With pleasure drugged, he almost longed for woe, and e'en for change of scene would seek the shades below. The child departed from his father's hall. It was a vast and venerable pile, so old it seemed only not to fall, yet strength was pillared in each massy aisle. Monastic dome, condemned to uses vile, where superstition once had made her den, now Paphian girls were known to sing and smile, and monks might deem their time was come again. If ancient tales say true, nor wrong those holy men, yet oft-times, in his maddest, mirthful mood, strange pangs would flash along Child Harold's brow, as if the memory of some deadly feud or disappointed passion lurked below. But this none knew, nor haply cared to know, for his was not that open, artless soul that feels relief by bidding sorrow flow, 
nor sought he friend to counsel or condole, whate'er this grief mote be, which he could not control. And none did love him, though to hall and bower he gathered revellers from far and near. He knew them flatterers of the festal hour, the heartless parasites of present cheer. Yea, none did love him, not his leman's dear, but pomp and power alone are woman's care, and where these are light eros finds a fear. Maidens like moles are ever caught by glare, and mammon wins his way where seraphs might despair. Child Harold had a mother, not forgot, though parting from that mother he did shun, a sister whom he loved, but saw her not before his weary pilgrimage begun. If friends he had, he bade adieu to none.